Hello and welcome to Indie Business Podcast. I'm your host, Donna Maria, founder and CEO at IndieBusinessNetwork.com, and you have arrived at the one place where we empower you to break all the rules, build your own corporate ladder, and create the life you love. This episode is my most recent Real People, Real Business Radio show, recorded live in the studios of WIXE Radio outside Charlotte, North Carolina. Enjoy! Good morning, everyone. It's Donna Maria, and I am here with you with Real People, Real Business. I hope you guys are doing great this morning. If you're doing great, it's just uphill from here because we've got a wonderful show for you today. We have some great guests. I want to tell you why I thought it was important to do this show. We're going to be talking with a small business owner today, but we're also going to be talking with the president of our local Union County Chamber of Commerce. And Pat Kale is a, just a dynamo of a business connector and a business champion for our community. And I know you're going to enjoy this show. So what I want you to do before we even get started is I want you to think about two things. I want you to think about, number one, wherever you are, whether you're listening from far away or you're listening here in Union County, think about your business and what your business needs right now. What two or three things can you think of right now that your business needs? And we're going to tell you how you can probably get those things if you join your local Chamber of Commerce. The other thing I want you to think about is what questions do you have? What questions do you have for our Chamber of Commerce representative? And what question do you have for our small business owner? Because she is rocking it in her business. So this is your chance to get some complimentary tips from somebody who's really, really moving and shaking in her business. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce our guest today. We're going to start with Pat Kale. She is the president of the Union County. Chamber of Commerce. And if you're not a member and you have a small business or any size business, actually, and you're here in Union County, you should be a member. Welcome to the show, Pat. Thank you, Donna Marie. It's a pleasure to be with you this morning. I was saying earlier that I heard your first show and you're a natural. This is a great fit for you. Thanks for being here. Thank you for saying that. I want you guys to give us a call if you have a question. Our number is 877-326-9493. Our phone lines are open. Whatever your question or concern is about the growth of your small business, we want to be here and help you out. Our other guest today is Johnny at Trendy Treats by Johnny. Now, you guys, if you drive around Union County, you've probably seen her truck. It's got like, what does it say? Whoopie pies. It's, it says whoopie pies and cakes and cookies and stuff on the back. It's kind of hard to miss. Um, but if you ever have an opportunity to try any of her trendy treats, you've got to do that. Welcome to the show, Johnny. Thanks, Donna. Thanks for having me. So, Pat, let's start with you. Now, you're the president of the Chamber of Commerce. And, you know, t- tell us a little bit about the history of the chamber here and what it does for businesses in our community. You bet. Well, first of all, just a little bit about chamber in general. I, I did do a little research when I took on this responsibility, and uh, you probably don't know, but Chamber of Commerce actually started, the concept started in France in 1599, so certainly this is not a, a new idea. Uh, and the purpose of the chamber at that time were for traders to come together, to work together, uh, to improve their business and to protect their business. And that concept hasn't changed that much uh, over the years. What our chamber does, uh, to tell you a little bit about the history of our chamber, our chamber began in 1935. Wow. So it's an old chamber. <laughs> it began as the Monroe Merchants Association and over the years morphed into a chamber of commerce and in 1992 became the Union County Chamber of Commerce. And uh, it's an exciting uh, 
we're in exciting times, which we'll talk a little bit about later, but it has a long history of working with business in Union County to grow and to also affect in a positive way the impact of life, a quality of life here in our, our county. Now, you, you said it was 1930-what? 1935. A group of businessmen at that time created the Monroe Merchants Association. And uh, over the years, of course, lots of things changed, including the role of women in our chamber. And in 1992, mm-hmm. became the Union County Chamber, representing business in all of Union County. And, you know, it, it's an old chamber. That, that is a long time. It's so a long there's history. A, there's a lot of history there, and, that, and that's really great to know because we can live off of that history today as mm-hmm. small businesses. Um, and I, I want to, to share that even though it's an old chamber, you guys are really hip with the technology. Your Thank website you. is amazing. I mean, we have, um, you can post events there. You can search for people there. I find guests for my show there. Um, I went to the first meeting uh, that I attended when I joined, one of the first meetings I attended, and I met Johnny. Yep. She sat right across the table from me and just so happened at that time I needed a cake. <laughs> So, we'll talk about we'll talk about and we'll that talk about minute. that we'll talk about those cakes in a minute, won't we? Yes, yes, we will. So, so give me some examples of how how the the chamber has helped some small businesses through the years. You bet. And and t- talk a little bit too before we're c- coming. I did a little bit of research and just to share with you, I, I I think sometimes the perception of the chamber in the community, depending upon where you are in the community in terms of whether you're a small business or large or where you are actually geographically in the county, your perception of who we are and what we do may be different. For example, I think one of the questions that I I get asked often is, if I'm a small business owner, is the chamber the right place for me to be? And I'd say absolutely. And let me give you some numbers. 79% of our membership are service and retail-oriented business. 64% of our membership have 10 employees or less, including sole proprietors or someone like Johnny, who is her business. So we are definitely the small business connection. But in addition, I would say that uh, for our large and mid-sized businesses, we're a great resource as well. And you asked for some examples of the things that we do. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, one of the major things that we do, and I, this is a philosophy that I believe in, is I believe people do business with people they like, they trust, and, and I think Johnny's a perfect example of that. So we provide opportunities for members to connect, to as you did. You came to a luncheon, as you and I did, in fact. You and right. I, if I remember correctly, you and I met at a Women in Business event, which is a part of our chamber, had a big discussion about where you were headed, your studio that you we were did. opening. Johnny and I did much the same thing. So that connecting of people, members to members, so that business-to-business members can do business with each other, and business-to-consumer members can also connect. For example, our membership may have 600 or so businesses, but that 600 businesses represent thousands of employees who want to do business with someone in Union County. So we not only connect business-to-business, but we connect business-to-consumers. In addition to that, we provide advocacy services such as the Monroe Bypass, of course, has been a subject that we've been advocating for for years. Uh, Government, uh, also things like um, taxes, insurance, so forth. 
In fact, last week we had an uh, affordable health care advocate come in, talk to us about what that really kind of defined for us what that act is all about. In addition, we provide resources, education, much like next week's luncheon that we're going to have with your, your buddy and mine, Shane Frazier. So we do what we believe we do best is connect members to members, members to information, and we advocate on behalf of our members. Members to members, members to information, and advocacy. Yes. I, and that, I, I hear that so strongly. And one of the things I hear when I talk to small business owners in other parts of the country, Pat, is especially the 64% you described who yes. are very small and sole proprietors, is mm-hmm. they don't see that relevancy there. They don't mm-hmm. see how um, an organization that has, you know, large banks in the community yep. um, as and, you know, huge car dealerships and things in the community as members can be relevant to them. And it's very difficult for them to kind of make that leap. Tell us how your chamber has been so successful at that. I think that's a that's a great point. And um, what I would say is I think we've been good at doing a few things. When you think about large banks who are members, and fortunately for us, all of our major banks and uh, community banks in Union County are members, and and they're members for a couple of reasons. One, obviously, it's good business to support an an organization like ours that helps small business. Two, that connection, making connections with other members, but also they can act as resources and do. Uh, In fact, I called on a manufacturer this week to talk about an event that we have coming up that they are sponsor of. And that CEO from a major international company said, Pat, anytime you have a, a some, an event or if you'd like for me to come to a workshop to talk to a small business person about business planning, about what, uh, how we can help them with their business, I'd be happy to do this. Now, this is a, a man who travels all over the world, mm-hmm. who is running a multi-billion dollar organization and he's willing to come to the chamber and talk with someone like Johnny, who operates out of her kitchen, if she would like to ask him questions. Talk to him about the resources. That is something I think we've done a, a really good job of leveraging those relationships. That, that is such a good example. And, you know, so many people who are successful in business want to be mentors. Yes. But they, they don't have the time to do it one-on-one. So when they find, when people like that find an organization where there's hundreds or maybe even thousands of people that they can help, yes. they really do latch on to that. And, and isn't so, it wonderful what that sense is. of community is all about? Yes. And yes. what we can do is, is we can leverage his knowledge, introduce that to a group of business people or a few business people who want to ask questions, want to be mentored, want to take advantage of that. We'll do the legwork, and that's really what the staff is all about. We'll make that connection. We'll prepare it. We will do all the legwork involved in getting that and making that happen so that the business person is willing to come do it and our small business people can come in and take advantage of that. I I really do think that that's like a very key point in terms of reaching the very, very small businesses because they all want mentors. And they say to me all the time, you know, I need a mentor. I'm like, well, how are you going out in the community? Because by the time someone gets to the point that they can mentor you Mm -hmm. and they can really help you, they don't have time to do it anymore. It's not something that's 
you know, they can fit into their schedule easily. But if you can reach out and go where they are. That's right. Go where they are. Make it easy on them. Exactly. That Make it easy for them yeah. to help you and show that you're doing something to put yourself out there. You've paid some dues to be a part of this organization, so you've got some skin in that game. Definitely. So when I call that person that I'd like to have, you know, use as a little bit of a mentor, mm-hmm. well, I'm a member. You know, mm-hmm. I've, I've got some clout already before and- we even get started. And we're going to have to go to our first break. 704-283-1190. We're going to take a break. This is Real People, Real Business with Donna Maria. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Real People, Real Business. I'm your host, Donna Maria, and we are talking about small business success. And we have as our guest today, Pat Kale of the Union County Chamber of Commerce and Johnny from Trendy Treats by Johnny. And before we took our break, Pat, you and I were talking about the importance of being able to reach out and, and use your local chamber as a connection device. And I wanted to follow up with that because it's so important. T- tell me how... You know, someone who's new and they just don't know what to do and they're not sure and it just seems like so much money at one time. Can they just pick up the phone and call your office? Absolutely. And we encourage them to do so. If there if there's a small business person there who thinks the chamber is not for me mm-hmm. because it's expensive or whatever, we can absolutely talk to them about them. Because I'll tell you, Donna Maria, I was telling you about those the high number of businesses with 10 employees or less, including those one-person shops like Johnny's. Literally, the cost to that business is a little over $1 per day, mm-hmm. $1 per day. And the connectivity of that and the value of that is incredible, not just, again, in the connections, but also in the resources. You know, I spent 10 years at my most recent job before coming to the chamber was a large bank. We had an HR department. We had an IT department. When I had a question at the bank about anything with those areas, I picked up the phone and called someone. For someone who is in business for themselves, we are that phone call. We are that email. And, and, and Pat, you know, I, I notice across the country because, you, you know, I'm the president of the Indie Business Network and we have members all across the country. I notice that, um, you know, there's a, a wide, you know, variation of services and, and really um, usefulness, I'll say, of chambers across the country. And you seem, even in a, in a small town where we are and we're a big county but the the towns are pretty small um as you go from place to place in the county you you seem to have managed to um be able to sort of infiltrate that and go across um you know that there's a lot of time that's involved in what you do and you, you you have managed to be able to create an organization that reaches that what would you say to some people that might be listening um in another part of the country where their chamber just isn't there yet how can they approach the chamber with you know Mm. is there anything that you can do for us as very small businesses because the companies that you mentioned your 64 percent are not that visible so Mm -hmm. the chamber may not even know they're there Mm -hmm. can you suggest an approach that someone might be listening you know they went to the chamber and it just didn't kind of you know all these big businesses didn't see anybody like Mm -hmm. me how can they approach and say you know we're out there how can we participate oh that's a great question I would say for any small business person who is in a community whose chamber is not reaching out, they need to reach out. It is just like networking. When you walk in the room and you're networking and you don't know anyone, then you've got to make that first connection. It's very much like that there. I would say reach out to your chamber. Mm-hmm. Talk to that person who is that small business business development person or whoever. 
and invite them to lunch or have a conversation. I'd like to come by and talk with you about what what can you do for my chamber. I can't imagine a chamber. I've never met a chamber professional who would right. not take advantage <laughs> of that and say, come in and let's talk. Let's yes. see what your needs are. Yes. And it does vary. A small business uh, the needs of a small business are very different than that of a midsize or large. Yes. A manufacturer has a different need than, than someone who's in retail. Mm-hmm. And the job of the chamber isn't, you know, the great thing about being a chamber person, I guess that's why I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good at good fit for it, is you don't have to know everything. You just have to know the right people who know what your needs are. So if you have someone, if we have a member who has an HR need, for example, we have terrific resources for that that we can connect them with. It's, it's simply all about, about all about connections. So right. I'd say if you're Pick in a community, if your chamber hasn't reached out to you, reach out to them. And right. I, I've, right. I think you'll find a willing partner. The phone rings both ways. That's huh? right. <laughs> We're going to talk to Johnny a little bit now. Johnny is with Trendy Treats by Johnny. And of course, I met Johnny through the local chamber here. And not only did I meet her and have a great time sitting with her and having lunch, um, but she baked a cake for our grand opening, a cupcake cake for our grand opening. And those of you who read my newsletter know how excited I was about that. Johnny, welcome. Thanks, Donna. Thanks for the opportunity. Now, Johnny, you're one of those businesses who, um, if if you didn't stand up and raise your hand and, and say, I'm here, no one would know you were here because you work you work from your home, right? That's a good point. Yes. So, so you you managed to. I mean, I remember walking in, and I I, I didn't know where I was going to sit. I didn't know anyone there, and I sat down, and there you were. And I said, "What do you do?" And you said, "I bake cookies." And I well, I need some. And so it was just like, bam, we we were doing business together. Right. So, but tell me how you discovered the Union County Chamber of Commerce, and what was it that made you decide to join? Um, how I discovered the chamber was actually through. Um, Women in Business, which is an organization um, that um, women are a part of um, that are business owners or um, work for other companies mm-hmm. and they represent those companies. Um, so um, Kathy Bragg is actually the chair of Women in Business. And um, how I met Kathy was one of my passions um which is equal to my love for food and entertaining <laughs> is um, volunteering for nonprofits and philanthropy. It's actually um, something that I've always enjoyed doing and I've, I've been blessed and fortunate enough to work it into my business and be able to give back through my company. And so I worked with Kathy on the board for the Union County Shelter um, for an event called Boots and Bowties where we raised um, $30,000 for the local um, Union County Community Shelter. Oh, great, great. And and so that's how it all got started. So, you know, what, what was it that attracted you to join? I mean, because you could have participated, I guess, in, in an event where people were involved and they were members of the chamber. What was it that sort of got you to decide to actually join? Um, this year is kind of um, a year that I am I'm focusing on reaching out, networking, and building corporate relationships. Um, I'm kind of branching out more into the wedding industry, um, and uh, I like to do more like catering, large-scale type orders. And um, being a home-based business, um, I've always seen the value in partnering with other businesses that have storefronts or mm-hmm. even other business owners that have um, a handmade product that maybe they make out of their home. Um, but I definitely um, 
planned on this year reaching out. I've relocated from Waxhaw, um, so I'm back in the Monroe area and, and just wanted to reach out and kind of let people know where I'm at, what I do, and kind of put a face with a name. Now tell us a little bit about how a business like yours might partner with another handmade business. Um, you, that's a that's a buzzword for me, you know, mm-hmm. at, the, at the Indie Business Network, because that's what our members make. They make handmade products. So okay. give us some examples of how, let's say they've got a Trendy Treats by Johnny type business in their area, and they want to reach out and perhaps collaborate with someone like you on an event. What, what sorts of things would appeal to you like a handmade soap maker or someone who makes sugar scrubs or someone who makes candles? What could they approach you with in a partnering uh, arrangement that would appeal to you? Um, well, I'm I'm just very I embrace all of the different um, offerings and products that that local businesses have. But I think at the end of the day, um, I just want to help other people, and I feel like when we work together, it's a win win. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm I'm not really I definitely try to you know pick businesses that align well with my values mm-hmm. um but i've i've done um various events vendor shows giveaways promotions um and with other businesses and um i really just try to open it up and and um just allow people to reach out if they they have an idea i guess i'm mm-hmm. i'm open to that so okay. and that's a, that's a good thing to know too and i think a lot of people don't make those connections or those phone calls because they're afraid that the other person won't be open to it. And so, you know, it's nice to know that you are. And I think most people situated like you are. I know I love it when people call and say, let's let's collaborate on something. Now, how long were you in business before you joined the chamber? Um, my three year, three year anniversary is this okay. month. So I've I've been doing this now three years out of my home. And okay. um, so and it sounds like you've been very intentional about how you'll make that approach. That's Definitely. I'm wanting to, I guess, grow from a mom and pop to a corporate level. Right. And um, in order to do that, I knew I needed to get out and meet people. And it just, it worked out beautifully that I met Kathy when I did and that she was the chair of women in business. And she, she pointed me to the chamber. So yes, yes. And that, and that's, you know, what you're, what you're hearing here, everyone is, um, from an entrepreneur who's been very intentional about the growth of her business and who knew that if she wanted to go from um, being very small and um, have a great business but be a little bit on the invisible side, she needed to get out into the community and make some connections, and that was a very smart move. Hey, listen, if you have a question for her or if you have a question for our other guest, Pat Kale, the president of the Union County Chamber of Commerce, I want you to give us a call we, have, we are here to take your calls and answer any questions that you have. Our telephone number is 704-283-1190. And in case you need a little bit of an incentive, we've got two tickets to the Southern Christmas Show right here going on at the Park Expo and Conference Center. So if you want to win these tickets, give us a call with your small business question. We've got two people here. Well, really three. If you want to ask me a question, you can as well. Um, who can help you with just about any question you might have for your business. So, Johnny, tell us a little bit about how you, you know, what's your story in terms of how you started your business and how you decided to go into this field of home-based baking? 
It's actually pretty pretty amazing um, how things work out. It's never quite what we have in mind or planned, but um, I wish I could have known that at the beginning of my journey <laughs> um, because it's been a little bit of a struggle. Um, my daughter is um, about to start kindergarten next year, and so having three children, um, it um, it's definitely been challenging trying to continue to work. I um, I did temp for a little while and tried to get back into the corporate world after I had my daughter, um, but it was just it, it wasn't working for us. So um, I started. Um, we my husband and I took the Dave Ramsey Financial Peace University course. And um, one of the sessions was on working in your strengths. And I started thinking about, um, you know, what is it that I do that just, you know, I love doing and comes natural to me. And I've always enjoyed cooking and baking things for my coworkers and family and friends as gifts. And I thought, I wonder if, you know, if other people would want to you know, pay me to do that for them. I wonder if anyone would pay me for this. <laughs> so I reached out and it just, it, there was a demand for it and it just grew and grew and grew from there. I worked very hard when I first started doing it. Um, I would, you know, work until two o'clock in the morning. My, I'd washed my hands so many times that they were, you know, red and cracking and, you know, um, but now I do a lot more than I did back then, but I've found a balance that works for me and my family. And I don't stay up late baking. You know, I, I plan ahead. Um, I have order requirements in place that, you know, that allow me to kind of create or control my growth. And um, sometimes I can't accept an order because I'm not willing to compromise that family time. Right, right. But I love what you said because you talked about um, needing a lifestyle change and trying to find it in the corporate world and not finding it. And instead of saying there's no job for me out there in the corporate world, you looked at what you could do and figured out how to make a living at it. And I think that is... That is extraordinary, and that is what so many people, so many of our listeners, really want to do, and and oftentimes need to do in mm-hmm. in, in our in our economy today. So I applaud you for that. That's very exciting. So you must have um, worked, as you mentioned, you worked you know crazy hours, and it was a little bit nuts. Would you say that for anyone out there who's going through that, that that's kind of a part of it that you kind of have to go through that nuts time until you can determine what's going to work for you and your family. Absolutely. Um, it, it does take an extraordinary work ethic in order to make it work. I mean, and I'd say for the first six months, I broke even. Mm-hmm. And I had, um, I, I just, I actually had read the Paula Dean book. It's a rags to riches story. She used to make brown bag lunches and her yes, sons would sell them in Savannah. Story. And mm-hmm. um, she talked about the sacrifice that comes along with it. And um, that was just a perfect book for me to read because it was like the same thing that I was doing. I just, my husband and I were struggling. I was in the mortgage industry. He's in the construction. Um, and so. That's it, a double whammy. It was a double whammy right. for us, but we were not taking it laying down. We were very proactive. Yes. yes. We did the Dave Ramsey course and we just worked it, you know, and um, 
I just continued to do it. Um, We did end up ultimately losing our home and um, had to do foreclosure and all of that. But everything that we've learned along the way and how we've grown from that, it just makes you appreciate everything that much more. And so it's just, it's really been, it's, it's just been a wild ride. Well, and you know, your story is not unusual at all, um, particularly in this economy. We have so many people who are in business. You're not, you didn't start off as an entrepreneur. You, I mean, well, you had a mortgage business. I'm not sure what it was, but you are an entrepreneur because you've created something brand new from the ground up by hand from scratch. And that's what entrepreneurs knew. And you took all the risk. And look at what you've done and, you know, scratching and clawing, I'm sure, because I've yeah. done the same thing. So what what words of encouragement can you give to people? Because we have a lot of listeners who yeah. are hurt by, yeah. you know, being in an industry that was devastated by this economy. What I mean, if there was one thing besides working hard that, that you can say that you and your husband did to pull yourselves out of this, mm-hmm. what would it be? And how how what words of encouragement do you have for people who are listening? just to keep going, keep pounding, you know, I mean, it's, um, it's, it is one of those things though, that I think people are given a, you know, I'm very tenacious and Mm -hmm. ambitious and, you know, you, you sort of have to have a very, um, strong will to, to succeed. Um, and if you don't have that, I see so many people start things and not finish them because they don't want to put in the work that it requires you know they want the name on a on a storefront but they don't want to do the work that it takes to put into that whereas like I I don't really want a storefront because I I want to be able to still take holidays off with my kids and um kind of control my growth and you know I'm not trying to be huge I'm just trying this is my livelihood and I'm I'm you know doing this to supplement our income and help pay for all of the things that mm-hmm. are required of raising three children yeah yeah I'm, I'm doing the same thing i've got two but you know i want to i want to continue on this too and i want to bring mm-hmm. pat into this as well because what you said was you need to be tenacious and you need to have this sort of you know don't give up kind of spirit so here's my question um i understand all that but here's the thing if you don't have that if that's not like a natural burning thing for you like it is for some people if you aren't eating any other way, doesn't the lack of food give you that tenacity? In other words, is it something you have to be born with? Or is it something that, well, you know, like, I'm so starving here. I think I'm going to get some tenacity. I mean, it's, I don't mean you, to, I don't mean to. I'll give you a prime example. Yeah. Um, I used to do marketing for Chick-fil-A as well for three and a half years. And I didn't realize at the time it was a stepping stone, but I had my daughter and here I am today. But, um, I will definitely say that, like, when you're hungry, you go above and beyond average. Like, I I was invited to come and um, do treats for a luncheon at Fox News Rising, and I, I blew it out. Like, I went above and beyond, and I just, I wanted to really prove myself, whereas, say, somebody that already is established or comfortable or maybe they're working for somebody else might not as be passionate as this is my name that I'm representing. And so um, as a result of that, the next day I had left cupcakes and 
you know, they plugged me on the news the next morning. So it so really paid off. Plug. It awesome. paid off. Well, and speaking of cupcakes, you brought some treats here. I want you to put those treats up here on the table so we can tell everybody what they are. But Pat, what do you, what do you think about that as well? I mean, you've observed a lot of businesses. You've been in business a long time yourself. So, what, what do you think about that? I mean, and and really, what I want to get to is. The people who are saying, well, she's natural. She's just she's just got that natural entrepreneurial thing. Just took her a while to find it. You know, to, to me, I, I just don't see that as logical anymore because of the way the world is going, the direction our economy is going, and how more people have to figure it out on their own these days mm-hmm. than they've ever had to before because the safety net, the job as a safety net is not there anymore. It's just not. Well, there are a couple of things I wanted to say as I was listening to Johnny. First of all, part of part of my work history is um, I was in banking for a number of years, and I, too, had a, had a daughter. And so at some point I said, you know what, uh, we went into business for ourselves. We did have storefronts, and we had several storefronts. But we were also both working our full-time jobs while we were setting up our first store. So we would go to work, and then we would get off work, and, and I would go go get our daughter and go work some more. That's exactly right, Johnny. And so we would meet, set up the store. So my husband and I were working on that together, and for a number of years, we ran our own business until I went back into banking. But what I would say about Johnny is is I think that Johnny does have a, a natural tendency to work hard at whatever she does. I have no doubt about that. But I do know that over my own personal experience, as well as that of of being a banker for other businesses and now at the chamber, is I find that people who own their own business, whether it's out of the kitchen and in their home, or whether it's, uh, it's in the basement, or whether it's a storefront, it's their baby, and they do mm-hmm. have to know that there are a lot of hours they do have to put in to make it successful. But but there are two things I want to say about that. First of all, one of the things that Johnny did pretty early on is she put herself out there. You know, she's working hard in the okay. kitchen, but the other thing is Johnny understands that part of business is you've got to make that connection. I, I mentioned a story to Johnny earlier this morning that when I went to a groundbreaking for Goulston Manufacturing and they invited us after the groundbreaking up for refreshments and what do I see on the table but many cupcakes with a, their logo on it and I said to to uh, Fred Edwards who's a good board member as well as a good chamber member and said where did those come from? They look familiar. And he said, trendy treats by Johnny, a chamber member. We <laughs> wouldn't do her. it any other way. <laughs> um, so Johnny would put herself out there. And the last thing I'd want to say about that is, is you are right. Part, the, the path of an entrepreneur is a solo path in many areas. You know, at night when you're baking or, or when you used to bake at not late at night, you're there in the kitchen by yourself doing the hard work. However, it's not a solo journey the whole time if you reach out to the chamber, for example, to help you make those connections. But I think the two things about Johnny that I'd say would make her so successful. One, she's willing to put in the hours and the hard work. Mm-hmm. But two, she's willing to do outreach, and that's huge. And that's nothing that anybody can't do. That's anybody right. can do that. That's so right. if you're listening, be encouraged. But when we come back, you can call us at 877-326-9493 with your small business question. This is Donna Maria, Real People, Real Business. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to Real People, Real Business. I'm your host, Donna Maria, and we're here today with Johnny from Trendy Treats by Johnny and also Pat Kale, the president of the Union County Chamber of Commerce. And I want to remind you guys, if you're listening, um, you need to check out both of these websites. If you want some treats, you need to go to TrendyTreatsDesserts.com. It's a brand new, spanking new launched website. Just launched, what, last week or something, I think. It's really gorgeous, and the pictures of these treats are awesome. So um, there's a price list right there on the homepage, too, so you can get there and you can get in and you can get out. If you want to send an order to her, you can contact her through her website. And then unioncountycoc.com, you know, get a cup of tea, cup of coffee or whatever, and browse that website. You'll find people to do business with, and you'll also find... Uh, events, an events listing there, and you'll also find, um, you know, opportunities to join and look at the member benefits and see how it can help you. So, Johnny, before we took our break, we were talking about how you've grown your business and how this has really been a lifestyle choice for you. And I think that's really sort of a key for a lot of women is that, you know, we want to be in business, we want to make money, but we're not out to like, you know, bust the bank open. We really just want to have freedom and flexibility and and make, make a living as well. But you make a lot of stuff, and you're at a lot of different places. You're doing benefits. You were on TV not too long ago. Do you have help in your business, and, and how do you have people help? You can't be doing everything by yourself. I, um, or can you? <laughs> I have family help. I have awesome okay. family. Um, my mother-in-law is always there. Anytime I need her, she she steps in and helps with the kids. And um, my uh, my dad and his girlfriend they step in and help and um my husband will throw on an apron if if i need him to if we're you know doing like um last christmas i did um i think it was like 1200 cake truffles for dr patty's office union oral surgery so um you know times like that i i enlist family okay now (laughs) i i love this my husband will put on an apron because you know that is a metaphor for what happens in these types of businesses. It's like, do you have help? Yeah. Johnny, go over there. Not you, Johnny, but Johnny, my son, go over there and pick that stuff up and put it in the file. That's kind of the kind of help we have when we work from home. Mm-hmm. And that's that freedom and flexibility that we talked about. You, you have help when you need it. And when you don't need help, you don't. So that helps you keep your costs down and also helps you make your business more manageable, right? Right, right. So growth to a business like yours and, and businesses really like like mine, too, because, you know, I have a very small business, mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean, you know, millions of dollars in annual revenues. Right. It's, you know, I just choose to close when I'm um, when I'm doing a large order like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's one of the, the nice things that, let's say, if someone hires me to do their wedding... I'm I'm only working on their order. I'm not working them in with someone else, whereas if they call a franchise, that's going to be the case. They're getting special attention. They can email me. We can collaborate. We can customize. And they're going to get one-on-one attention that they wouldn't get somewhere else. Pat, what have you what have you noticed when you when you see very small businesses come in? You know, it's a challenge to go from very, very extremely manageable, making a couple of cupcakes a week, right, to making more, and you don't know how much that more is. Where is that Where's that cutoff point going to be for you? There's like this in-between stage for so many businesses where they're not teeny tiny itsy bitsy anymore. Mm-hmm. They're not big, and they don't want to really get big, but they're in the middle. And 
running that balance of still being profitable while still having a life can be a challenge. Pat, what have been your observations? Yeah, it, it is a huge challenge, and especially in a growing business, you, you don't want to take on the added expense of uh, personnel until you're certain that your business is going to support it, or maybe you don't need it. You just have a huge project that you need some, some support for a period of time. What we're finding members are doing, or they're doing everything from virtual assistance. We have a couple mm-hmm. of chamber members who offer that as a service. Uh, to staffing resources. We have several chamber members who help with staffing on a just an interim basis to temporary employees. So they're, they're being very creative. In addition, I think that uh, doing that leverage of coming, you know, that networking also provides you opportunities to partner with other businesses who offer services that you can do those partnerships for a limited amount of time and then if your business is not on a is not growing it's just a large project then you can take advantage of that right you can do it project by project That's right. um and, and in, in 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 our society today there's lots of people who are willing to work project by you project bet. you bet um so building that network is important and you know being a part of the chamber can also wherever you are introduce you to people who know people who are looking for that kind of and because I, I always say you know you can't grow anything without other people the people is where the action is so if you can get your business position to be if you don't have a chamber in your area then there's some sort of networking group even if it's on meetup.com you can find somebody who has put together some sort of structure where you can go and meet up with other people right that's that's exactly right in today's world really that connecting again Mm -hmm. it goes all back to business connections another thing i like to say too about the small business from an economic standpoint said i think studies have shown 75 percent of the dollars that we spend with small businesses like johnny stay in the community in which you you give those dollars so doing business with a small business like a like a one of our mm-hmm. shops in, in our downtown areas or someone who's working out of our home are not only good for that business, it's good for our local economy. Yes. And, and who, who, who listening can't agree with that? Um, we'd love to see more in all communities across the country of small businesses like this. Um, so before we go, I want you guys to tell us all your websites. And I know, Johnny, you're going to be appearing at places with you guys can't see the toffee. If, if you go on my Twitter, you can. If you follow me at twitter.com slash indie business, you can see a picture of this toffee. You've got some deals coming up for people for holiday baking. Yes. Give us those details. Yes, we're offering um, 10% off right now. Um, if you place your order by november 29th you can email me at trendy treats by johnny at gmail.com it's j-o-h-n-n-i-e and um, we're also going to be out at the ginger snap 5k in waxaw um, that morning with girls on the run Um, we'll have a booth there we'll be doing um, gingerbread cookie decorating and then that evening we'll have the tree lighting in downtown monroe um, we'll have a booth set up there. We'll be selling rum cake by the slice, holiday cupcakes, and snickerdoodles cookies. You are busy. You are <laughs> an example of being involved in your community. Thank you for sharing all that. I'm going to come to at least one of those. <laughs> Pat. Yeah. 
Uh, our website is uniontycoc.com. You can also email me at pat at uniontycoc.com. A couple of things that we have going on. We're also on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. And you can uh, also come to a couple of events. Next week, Shane Frazier will be at the Chamber on Wednesday for a business networking luncheon. Shane does a great job. He's a Chamber member and a, a dynamo on social trending. Also, a big event for us is December 5th. We have our annual celebration. We'll have Fred Whitfield as our keynote speaker from the Charlotte Bobcats, soon to be Charlotte Hornets. And we will also do some awards for our volunteer, women in business volunteer, and our ambassador of the year. And lastly, we will introduce our strategic plan, which we've been working very hard on. And we're introducing that to the community. We're very excited about 2014 and beyond. Good things are happening at our chamber. Well, thank you so much, ladies, for being my guests here today on Real People, Real Business. We are going to go ahead and sign off as we dive into some of this delicious toffee that Johnny brought us here today. Thanks for joining, everyone. Thanks for being there listening to us. We want you to make sure that you stay tuned uh, for what's coming up next here on Wixie. And I will be back next week, Saturday morning, 10, 9 o'clock, for more Real People, Real Business. This is Donna Maria signing off. Have a great week. 